welcome everyone to Mental Health Natters. Today we're going seasonal and the team are having a natter about Christmas and how it isn't necessarily a joyous time for everyone as it can bring about many issues for some. Uh, for lots of people it's not only a religious and spiritual time, it's a time for families and whatever makeup that may look like for everyone. But as we've been saying, it's not necessarily a joyous time for everyone. So we call this podcast Mental Health Festive Natters, obviously because it's seasonal. Um, so today the team who are chatting are, and I'll start things off, I'm Jennifer. I'm Justine. Hi, I'm Eugene. I'm Shay. Hi, I'm Gary. Should we start off and thinking about alternative timelines? non-convention because it's something that springs to mind for me at this time of year there's a concept it's difficult to say who coined it but I want to say that Jack Halberstam uh, is probably sort of the originator of this concept perhaps Um, but he's written written about it a little bit uh, you know a whole book thereabouts but it's this idea of queer time that when you're not straight or cisgender the way that your life can go in terms of temporal milestones can look a lot different uh, so you know we tend to think there are these objective milestones like uh, getting a good job um, an education marrying having children buying a house all of that stuff and if your life doesn't fit in to the usual mold the way that you experience time can be different because you're not hitting those milestones at the same times or at all and it becomes very wishy-washy what being an adult actually is and I think that's similarly quite true when you know you struggle with mental illness whether that's temporary intermittent long term it can delay things it can disrupt things and your life can end up taking a, a much different sort of route to wherever you're going and you may not end up in the same place as as other people and that's something that I feel a lot at Christmas that the way my Christmas goes is not like Christmas is supposed to go and how it's planned by society basically because it's not well I like the food but (laughs) and all the coziness and such but it's uh, it's not the most joyous time of year for me I I do things with my friends in November usually so while we're recording this at the start of December I've actually already kind of had my Christmas and the rest of December is enduring horrible music and all of these garish lights everywhere and things telling me to buy stuff buy stuff buy more stuff quick it's Christmas soon and then I have to see my family which is sometimes difficult so yeah it's it's just a different experience and I I suppose my my point in bringing it up is just that you know this isn't an inadequacy if you experience things this way it's just a different way of experiencing time as far as I see it at least. Yeah I find sometimes that is it really the norm that people are feeling like this and 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 as opposed to the the impression that the media puts across that everybody's having a great time and all that and I'm I'm meeting more people increasingly coming out and saying that they're finding Christmas a very trying time you know and it can be yes you got the isolation and also you can have pressure to see families and not everybody's got a great family 
I, I mean, at the moment, unfortunate. Like, you know, I do have a, a supportive uh, sister and brother. That's all that's left now with the family. And they are really supportive and that like, but there are people out there who don't have families who are understanding and whatnot and have these expectations on their children or brothers and sisters and all that. And and it's very, very difficult for them, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, Eugene, that reminds me of a time where Christmas for me, I so wanted to not be part of it that I booked a plane and went abroad on my own and spent the time in in an apartment just on my own because I didn't want to be in Christmas. Did he have a good Christmas? I, Shay, do you know what? I went and on the coach to the airport they were singing, they, they were playing Christmas music and I just couldn't wait to get away from it. Um, and when I got to where I was going, I ended up meeting other people that were doing exactly the same thing as me. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And we ended yeah. up having a buffet lunch by the swimming pool on Christmas Day together. That sounds like a, a much better Christmas than most of the, the traditional ones I spent. I turned it round in a way. It, it ended up being an OK Christmas. I, I like that, Justine. It's doing something different out of the norm. You know, you've done something about it. I escaped. Yes. <laughs> That's really proactive of you, actually. I'm really brave, I think. It was. I don't think I could do it now. I was younger then. I was younger and a bit more adventurous, I think. But part of it was out of desperation. The desperation drove me to get yeah. away. It is so... That That's something that gets me down over Christmas I suppose because I talk about feeling like I am on a bit of an alternative timeline with this whole festive period like it's just difficult to kind of be that way and be content that way when everything is just shouting at you like it's Christmas time you know like you said the music and all of that stuff all the signs all the stuff everywhere I like the lights they're pretty but the rest of it is just a bit oh here it comes and everything shuts down so I can't act like it's not Christmas because it's impossible to you know ignore it or try and block it out or something you know there's that um that game that I haven't lost yet where if you it's once you hear Wham's Christmas song the first time you've been whammed and <laughs> I don't leave the house much so that hasn't happened to me yet but it's coming I think one of the great things about having these natters and having these sort of conversations is that what's highlighted, being highlighted to me is this, the self-awareness within yourselves, the fact that you, you've you identified the challenges that this time of year can bring and obviously uh, have got some kind of plan of uh, self-care during, during this period. And I think that's like a eureka moment, isn't it, to sort of identify that, it is challenging uh, and there's things I can do to, to, to even if, you know, even if they don't fit in with other people's plans, there's things I can do to look after myself. And I'm, I'm really enjoy, enjoying hearing that because um, I think Eugene touched on it earlier. I used to get really anxious about thinking all services had closed down and where's my support. And then when I started to look at uh, become more self-aware, I realised that I've gone through dozens of Christmases and I'm still here, you know. I think what I tend to do or try to do now is keep the mindfulness going or, or be more mindful this time of year because 
when I let my routines lax because it's holiday time and I think I should be just chilling out or seeing lots of people and putting pressure on myself, I, I can become quite unwell. So I think um, we were talking about it one time about having a checklist. I've got the turkey, I've got the stuffing, I've got the vegetables, I've got some of the presents, I've got the wrapping. You know, where am I? Where am I in this? You know, where where am I at in this? What about me? Am I being mindful? Am I practicing some kind of self care? Have I got enough meds in for the early period? Some of the practical things that I can do for myself, you know. And when those when I start to to let those go, I, I can start to become unwell. And especially this time of year, dark nights, early dark nights, it sort of gets to me. So, you know, I'm finding this really helpful. The fact we're self aware, and it's sort of like becoming more self-aware and what do I need in this yeah there is this thing about expectation as well I think that I sort of really grapple with I mean the the list that you give there uh, Gary about the turkey and about the veg and so on and what you said Shay is about the messages that were constantly given about the, the the urgency of presence and wrapping and all the rest of it I mean as a child as a child I loved Christmas and um and as an adult I continue to love it I am very fortunate very lucky to be from uh, you know the conventional family in the sense that uh, we're all together and we're enjoying this process of Christmas and that was part of it. But throughout um, my, in my 40s, I suppose, I, I started to really look at the commercialisation of it and, re- and really try to step back away because I just, just thought, I got cynical, I suppose. This is a money-making machine. Why why do I have to have a turkey? Actually, I could have a I could have a piece of beef and nobody would know then what you know what's the point everything was like you must do this or otherwise it felt like you'd failed somehow or you weren't quite making the the mark or you weren't quite festive but actually for lots of people as I said whatever that framework of family looks like and if you're religious of course and have faith in that way is about spending time with with close ones and that's the bit to be treasured more than anything if the relationships are you know are comfortable for everyone is perhaps what I should say so there is a whole thing about expectation for me um and the commercialization of it you know you don't have to be spending lots of money for big presents all these adverts and things especially and the black friday I'm like so hello <laughs> no just no yeah I think um I'll make a I'll make a confession I don't give gifts at Christmas and I'd like to spin this as some sort of ideological stance or something, but it's not. It's just because I'm too disorganised to, you know, get it all together and get presents for people and all of this stuff. And I'm also just a massive overthinker, so uh, I can never quite arrive at what's the right gift for someone. You know, I can't do that on demand. And we were talking about time you know it's Christmas time and that's when you do present shopping and I'm just completely incapable of like going to town and buying presents for people I cannot do that so a lot of the time Christmas comes around and I don't have anything to give people I might bring food to wherever I'm going or something like that because you know that's always nice and it's something people will enjoy while you're there but I've sort of 
wrestled with that for a while because I feel guilty even though nobody thinks worse of me for it like my family know that I'm on a tight budget and this and that but then in my head I know that sometimes I treat myself and while I might not have the best relationship with my family they're still my family and I'd like to buy my friends gifts and that to be honest but it's just something that doesn't arrive at the correct time for me. And we have this expectation that this is the time where you have gifts ready for people. So I think in a similar vein to uh, what Gary brought up about being paired and being more mindful of these things, that could maybe happen for me during the rest of the year. You know, I could buy things for people or make things for people or whatever, as it occurs to me. And then either save them for this time or just give them to people as I get them, because it's always nice to have a gift, isn't it? It doesn't yeah. have to be at a particular time of year necessarily. No, it's wonderful, isn't it? Because we all remember gifts of kindness, don't we? Small gestures. Yeah. And we feel that Christmas time it has to be more grand. It has to be on a you know more grand scale. And it's kind of fleeting. It takes the joy out most of the time doesn't it because you know Shay, you know yourself if you just turn up randomly and give somebody something or give them your time or you have a meal with them the impact of that is tremendous isn't it whereas if you were putting loads of pressure on yourself to boys to do a grand gesture it wouldn't feel the same it never does it's kind of fleeting um whereas these small gestures of kindness random gestures throughout other times stay with you don't they i remember them far more than any of the grand <laughs> things that i've had in life I, it just it just has more of an impact i think on me and it might be just my age as i'm getting older i sort of appreciate different things but i just think that we we, we lose all sense of scale christmas time we we tend to go large on everything or try to and then for i know many months when i had my children children were little January I was like scratching for pennies you know throughout the whole month because Christmas I just did the lot I'm no more richer this time of year financially than I am in in, in February or March so what where do I get the money from and historically my family when they did celebrate Christmas mum would be paying for it for the next year or so and uh, although it was wonderful as a child to receive these gifts I just when I found out that mum had to do that it was like please don't you know you don't need to because it wasn't so joyous for her working so hard in two jobs to pay you know to cover that Christmas that we had that lasted one day perhaps you know uh, there's different ways of doing things aren't there there's there's a much different way of looking at things and doing things but yeah I think the expectations I've had expectations and I've never married with the actual reality it's always been disappointing and it's sad you should feel that way isn't it the big night out New Year's Eve it was awful wasn't it four o'clock in the morning looking for a taxi 200 quid down hangover Don't take me back to that, no. <laughs> <laughs> However, I don't want to feel like a bar humbug. Christmas can be a joyous time. It just depends how you how you do it, I suppose. Yeah, I, I find that um, the paycheck, right, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, January's going to be a very hard-stretched month, you know, after Christmas. There is that side to it as well. That's the massive hangover. That's the side effect of Christmas, you know, the economic bump, what you get. Absolutely. Part of the expectation, like you say, is that that financial burden as well, Gary? It's a really good point to mention. It's huge, isn't it? I mean, you know, I hear people say, I want to give my kids everything. And I'm like, well, the kids, I bet the kids would love your time, love the whole day with you with no distractions and, you know, or or little distraction. And 
they would get so much from it, wouldn't they? And uh, the inter- the small interactions I have with children or, or family or friends, you know, mm-hmm. I just get so much from it. And you know, I can't be much. I can't be very different to everybody else. You know, it's just that we lose sight of it this time of year, don't we? We can do anyway. It's a very materialistic time of year, isn't it? And um, there was a quote that was shared with me today that is relevant now. So I'll just share it with you. It goes, I think it was Bob Marley that said it. Some people are so poor that all they have is money. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Bob. Yeah. Fantastic. Isn't it a good quote? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And Christmas can be can seem a little bit like keeping up with the Joneses type time. And it's all about what you've got materially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or can be. Yeah. Can be. Just don't look, look online when people post their four birth campers or their um, Caribbean cruises or, you know, <laughs> try and, uh, try, try and not, not compare your Christmas to somebody else's preps. yeah that's the thing again is and not only about expectations about comparison I mean as I said um um Justine the fact that you went on holiday during that that period so brave and and that you that were other like-minded people doing exactly the same thing um but it's about that individual's choice and they shouldn't be berated because of it whatever that may be yeah you know it's it's part of their own self-care isn't it and that's what they've decided to do. And it's okay to be selfish and thinking totally about themselves. And it's no not even selfish, else. is it, Jen? It's not even selfish, really, is it? It's 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 sensible because how can you give 52 weeks of the year if, if you're completely drained and flat all the time and, and burnt out? You can't, can you? That's right. That self-care is so important. I tend to look at when I spend some time doing stuff for myself or spend money on myself. In the past, I have felt extremely guilty about that. But it's healthy, isn't it, to look at the self sometimes and, and actually go, well, this is what I need in order to be able to do this. I need this myself. Because yeah. you, can't, you can't pour from an empty pot, can you, from an empty yeah. cup? You can't. No, no. But that's okay to just be yeah. thinking about yourself. I understand what you're saying, Barry, because it, yeah, it, it might sound like a bit like, a, you know, um, it's the wrong thing to do to be selfish. But if you're thinking about yourself and wanting to do things for yourself, and yeah. that self-care it's absolutely perfectly and absolutely right that it that you do it's a measure of society though isn't it that, that we fact that we can feel that he's selfish you know that's one of the wrong things about the society we live in you can actually make be made to feel that way because you're doing that so it, it's it's not it's just the you know the culture of how we've for the x amount of years we've always felt that it's all about everybody else but it's not it has to be it has to be mutual and reciprocal, doesn't it? Like everything else, in order to 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 be sustainable and to be enjoyable, we have to. It has to be a mutual thing. We have to be well enough and in a position enough to give, don't we? Mm. And doing things for yourself also, Gary, gives rise to feelings of guilt sometimes. Yeah. So you're thinking, I'm doing this so that I can survive the Christmas period, but then end up feeling guilty because you're not participating in the same way as maybe other members of your family are. Yeah, and that must be equally difficult if you've got what Shay was saying about alternative timelines and and, and a lifestyle that or choices that 
might seem different to other people or whatever. And it, in order for, for someone to behave the way they're expected to and fit in with Christmas and fit in with whatever, you'd have to become not you, wouldn't you? You'd have to become someone else. And that's totally unfair to 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 expect that. And it's totally wrong, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes I've chosen to spend Christmas alone when I could have seen family. And you know, while, while I have said, you know, that can be difficult sometimes uh, in, in the way that you describe, you know, I'm having to kind of turn on that mode of myself that isn't really me and fit into yeah. what's expected, basically. And it's it's not a fully enjoyable time for me, really. It's something to endure. And I still feel like I have to make excuses and you know I, I can't just say no I'm staying at home this Christmas I, I have to give some excuse caveat some reason to make that valid or something when actually you know no is a complete sentence the way it's sometimes said so you, okay. you just say no I'm not doing that and maybe people depending on the situation obviously that could be a little bit rude but even then, sometimes being rude for the sake of your own self-care is legitimate. And a lot of rudeness, as we perceive it, is just not fitting social norms. And, and people are shocked and offended by that. But if it's the best thing for you to do, uh, I think do it. Yeah. It's also not rude in other cultures, though, Shay. Mm. In, in in Germany, that wouldn't be seen as rude. Oh, I, I do like um, all the Germans I've known have a, a much more straightforward approach to communicating about things like this, and I find okay. it very refreshing. And their own needs as well, yeah. 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 And like the time style, we do wear masks, I believe. Like the theatre group I've been going to recently, the Geese Theatre, they explain how we wear masks to fulfil certain roles that were expected as we were talking about expectations earlier and there's also that phrase um the painted smile we're kind of we just put on the smile right yeah to let on that we're okay and keep others safe like our children and whatnot but really it's completely different to how we're actually feeling yeah yeah one day eugene or one christmas I couldn't paint that smile on my face. Not the year, the year I went abroad was one of them. But there was another time where I chose to have, like Shay just said, have Christmas Day on my own. I got nice food in and decided that I was going to have a chill out day. Yeah, nice. Um, And watch TV and just relax. And it was the way I needed to spend Christmas that year. But people assume if you choose to be on your own, you're lonely mm. and you're not always. It's no, not I, always I, the case. That's it. Sometimes I'm quite comfortable in my being on my own, to be honest. Like, yeah, there's other people say, don't you mind being on your own? And why do you sit on your own and all that? And I says, well, because I prefer to be on my own. Uh, past experiences have, have made me a bit um, not to trust everybody all the time. Mm hmm. We're talking about choices here, and it's really healthy, isn't it, to, to choose to to do something like that, to spend that day on your own. It's okay, isn't it? I think the difference is this is choice, isn't it, rather than having to, you know. And I think we're talking about choices here, and I think that it's it's great to have that self awareness and that choice to go right. I've got the choice and opportunity to spend the day on my own. I'm going to do it. 
I think for some people, you know, it, it may not be the case, obviously, and, and that, that must be difficult because some, some people haven't got that choice, have they? No, no. And I I'm suppose that's you. where the difficulty is. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Gary. If you yeah. haven't got, if it's not a choice, then it yeah. can be a lonely time if it's not a choice. Yeah. I've had quite a few Christmases where I've either gathered with other people in a similar spot or um, been kind of taken in by someone else's family because they know I'm alone at Christmas and maybe they have that perception you mentioned about you know, oh you must be lonely because you're on your own at Christmas when actually I'm like I'm quite happy to eat an entire Christmas dinner to myself and fall asleep <laughs> on the sofa that's fine by me but if you're inviting me to do that with your family that's wonderful or you're getting together with friends who are also alone at Christmas for various reasons might be similar to mine might be different reasons whatever and we all cook together we eat together and uh, I think one of the times I did that I, I did leave early everyone else stayed um, my housemate at the time stayed and I just said I'm sorry Christmas is a difficult time for me and I've had a really really nice time but I need to go home now and I did and that was fine and it's just really nice to have that that space you know and I think as well one thing that does sort of work out a bit better in terms of the expectations of the festive period is that if you feel if you do feel lonely or you are by yourself and that's not a choice that you've made and you're not particularly happy with it then it is a time of year where I'm sure that other people who are in the same situation would be happy to you know, do something with you or to yeah. spend time with you or how maybe even have Christmas Christmas with you or whatever you want to celebrate or get together on because it is that time of year you know it's not necessarily all about your family and your friends it, it's about general goodwill to me at least that's that's what feeling festive is about for me yeah yeah and in the midst of things as well whilst all of that is going on it's really nice to be able to step away for five minutes before you rejoin again I mean one of the things that I really like doing is and it's especially nice if we've got wintry weather is on Christmas day even after after Chris after eating Christmas dinner is to go out for a walk and one of the things that you were mentioning Gary about being mindful it was it's just really not I mean my mom just thinks she's just like a, a Paul like what are you going out in the cold weather for you know that type of thing and I'm like <laughs> It's cold, it's snow, we're in England, <laughs> you know. But it can be so refreshing and almost a little bit of a pause and just, and then appreciate even more. That's a real personal thing for me. But um, again, if, it, if you're out in nature and it, particularly if it's snowing, as I mentioned, it's really pretty and you are just with yourself. So that's a choice, as you um, guys have mentioned, about being alone. But it's for me doesn't quite feel like I'm alone it just it's just a mindful nice space just for me uh, sometimes um, I say sometimes one or two times I've been joined by others but uh, yeah no last year actually yeah, it was me and the husband we went out for a walk with our grandson and it was just nice nothing picturesque actually it was just around the streets where my son lives and it was just really nice just to go out and breathe Oh, I bet it was quieter than usual as well, Jen. I bet that was nice as well, wasn't it? 
You haven't got the hustle and bustle. It was a lot quieter. It it looks different and sounds different, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds sounds wonderful, that is. Sounds really nice. Yeah. It's about trying to get that balance right, isn't it? And and that may be difficult too because, you know, like I say, tradition and expectation is that if you're spending it with your network, whoever that is, that you're supposed to be there all day, every day or whatever, how many days. Particularly my family is not something that's... um, how can I say it's traditional that we're all spending time with each other and I don't mind it I don't find it find it a chore but also I do like to just weave in a little time where it's just me myself and I (laughs) and that that walk gives me that I think I enjoy it particularly when one looks out the window and you see the snow coming down and it looks so lovely and picturesque and you're inside the warmth cozy and all that like you know it's great at that and it's night time and i can see it coming down that's nice and that like you know but um when it comes to being out there and the roads are being gritted and that may you know practically outside there um might be a different story altogether but go for a walk yes that's okay in the park yeah yeah i quite like as well the sort of um because we we talk about the coziness and stuff and you can see it's cold outside and you can hear all the winds uh, as somebody who lives in a very cold house because heating is very expensive uh, i find even just extra festive blankets that that sounds stupid as soon as i've said it but hopefully you take my meaning that you can get extra cozy even if you're not cranking the heating no, I do like that sort of, you know, I'll bust a onesie out and I'll wear my thickest socks and I'll have all these blankets and a dressing gown and all of this stuff. And it will be ridiculous, but I'll be nice and warm and go, oh, look at look at how cold it is outside. But I'm in here under all my blankets. With a yeah. This is lovely. That nice. sounds wonderful. That doesn't sound stupid at no. all. <laughs> Extra comfort, yeah. Yeah, festive, festive blankets. Maybe that's my contribution to the... Uh, the self-care portion of it because I, I was going to say when you, you first brought up the self-care aspect is um is buying a, an entire like party pack of snack foods and eating it all to yourself self-care because that's what I do some years <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> oh, definitely So what do we think about planning ahead? Anti-resolutions. Yeah, my my general resolution pretty much every year has settled into making no resolutions because if I was going to start doing something, the best time to start it would be, you know, now or yesterday, not on New Year's Day where I'm probably not going to be feeling tip top, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped making New Year's resolutions years ago because of the fact that I disappointed myself. I enjoy so. making them and then breaking them as fast as I make them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe making them just to indulge in, in breaking your resolutions. I think that's valid too. That's I, I like the energy of that. Like with the commercialisation of, of Christmas, I've just learnt, again, perhaps cynical, it's really um it feels 
for, almost forced uh, and something that will that set people up to fail because mm. it really shouldn't be about the the time it becomes a, a marketing ploy really hasn't it um, yeah. again gym memberships and yeah it's it's usually something to do with oh you know I'm gonna get in shape I'm gonna get fit or you know something like that I think maybe we're a bit more mindful of it because we you know we've been talking about self-care and what we do to be aware of it maybe being a bit more difficult this time of year you also realize that something like going to the gym three times a week is not something that just happens instantly you don't just say in your head oh I'm going to make this massive change to my habits and my routine and then do it it's it's actually really really hard to do that so I think in a lot of ways you are kind of setting yourself up for failure with with big new year's resolutions it, it feels nice until you're like wow this is this is really difficult and then you feel like a bit of a failure when actually you know you're just you're setting it too high but then making a new year's resolution to say do one press up every morning doesn't sound very grand does it so i suppose people don't want to make the little steps like that resolutions yeah. Yes, going on from what Shay was saying there about the gym, I've noticed that when it comes to the new year at the gym, suddenly you see these new people there right, <laughs> and it gets busy. But then after a few weeks, it starts to slow down. So, yeah, yeah, you've got to be careful about setting yourself up to fail. It must yeah. be great commercially, though, because you've got I, I used to go to the gym a lot and you get you could see the newbies because they got brand new uh, kit that was all pristine and brand new. And then you'd see them there, like, you know, and I'd be there, like, I'm oh, a New Year's resolution. I'm going to lose that weight and wear those clothes that I've got in the wardrobe that I've had for 10 years that I really like the look of, but I've never been able to fit into them. And I actually ended up getting rid of the clothes in the end rather than keep putting myself through the, this year I'm going to lose five stone or four stone or whatever. So, yeah, I, I, I've, I've stayed away from that. But the gym's a good one. And dieting as well. I'm sure these companies make more money January, February, March than any other time of the year, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, that beach body that we're all after. <laughs> yeah, so we can spend all that time on the beach in our two-day summers. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, a beach body is whatever your body is. You should It's not something to you attain. Yeah. You're going to the beach, so put yeah. on whatever you want. <laughs> it's already ready. Um, yes. I, I'd say it's as ready as ever right after Christmas. You know, you've got that healthy glow going. <laughs> it's not it's not something to be ashamed of it's just a a bit of festive weight i think that's oh. a a good thing it's a sign of good cheer and such oh shay i'm gonna use that one <laughs> i'm looking after myself i put weight on <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. that's how it usually goes for me i i have trouble with sort of i think it's part of living alone and just sort of my habits and everything but I often don't eat as much as I should and it's not a body image issue or anything like that I'm just just really bad at eating apparently but it's it's always nice at Christmas when uh, part of that traditional festivity I suppose that is good that I enjoy is it kicks in and I go oh snacks and I'm gonna have a big dinner I could have two dinners because it's Christmas and things like that and I'm just sort of stuffing my face and feeling really full and merry a lot of the time which which is nice but I'm not sure I could keep that up the entire year because it, it's got to be with the festivity I think 
but it's far healthier to make a goal um, with little and plan little steps when we were talking about resolutions mm. than this wow. big massive re- resolution it's much healthier at any time in the year so it doesn't have to be new year's eve if you've got a goal make a plan and make little steps and the little steps then get you towards the bigger step yeah yeah that's i think that's the only way to achieve big things like you know lifestyle changes habit changes and stuff because I mean I, I do this all the time I'm like I'm going to sort my entire life out tomorrow and it's always tomorrow it's never today and then <laughs> tomorrow comes and sometimes I do actually do it for a day and then one thing slips the next day or a couple of things or I do nothing at all and then again there's that thing of feeling like a bit of a failure or something like that when actually it, you aimed too high one thing at a time. Like I, I brought up, you know, the example of doing one press up every day because that's actually something that I did, not as a New Year's resolution. I just realised how unfit and weak I am, and I wanted to change that. And I complained to someone about like, oh, I can't even do ten press ups anymore. And they said, well, can you do one? I said, yeah, I can do one press up. I said, we'll do one press up then, and then yeah. you'll be able to do two. And now I can, well, I, I don't do 15, 20 every day, but I can. Wow. <laughs> Last I checked and, I, you know, I feel like I should be able to do more. But seeing that difference from when it was so hard to do like two or three. And now I just bash out a bunch as soon as I get out of bed every morning. And it's, you know, it feels a lot bigger than just doing that overnight, to be honest, because I can see it building up the entire way. Yeah. Did you manage to get pleasure out of just doing the one, um, the one press up? Yeah, I, I think I did, um, especially because I wasn't in that mindset anymore of I need to do 10 or however many. Why can't I do that many? Because I set this goal of the smallest step, do one. Once I did one, I was like, oh, good job. I did it. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. I know yeah, and that I it's know. okay that if you if you have that plan and then the plan slips for whatever reason there's some you know some confidence about joining it again because it's okay it's okay that you've stepped away from the plan for a second but you can rejoin it and carry on yeah exactly it's it's easy to catastrophize I think for me at least definitely it is where if I'm not doing everything all the time perfectly then what's the point in doing any of it because I can't do all of it sort of thing when actually no there's a bit here a bit there if I keep life ticking over some days I might be super productive and I might achieve everything and have really good habits and all of this and other days not so much and that that's fine and as Gary said earlier in specifically in relation to Christmas well I've been through plenty of Christmases at this point and come out the other side so you know it can't can't be that bad can it no do you know what and if it is Shay do you know one of the things I used to say to myself to get through it is it's just a day yeah Yeah. it's 24 hours and it will pass and it will pass it will that is my my general mode for for things one day at a time and sometimes I don't have to remind myself of that but 
on difficult days it's really important to remember that tomorrow might be different it might be the same but it might be different you know it's a different day so don't don't focus on it it's it's just about what you need to do right now in the next few hours for the rest of the day to get get yourself through to the next one especially on christmas if that's a, a challenging one for you yeah if there's anything i'm going to take away from this discussion today is Mm -hmm. the fact that what justine just said there about christmas just being one day it's just one day and if you can get through that one day you know yeah yeah, that's I'll take that away with me today. That's brilliant. Yes. Anybody else as we wrap up? I think I'm going to take away the fact that Christmases over the years can change. They don't have to stay the same either. No. Yeah. No. Gary, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think I'd like to remind sort of mindfulness do the things I normally do to look after myself and sort of be mindful that the more mindful I am the more joy I get from things so just try and be mindful of you know my expectations I've not really set a high bar this year I just my expectations are my, well I'd like to get through it without fairly unscathed but I'd also like to enjoy it and I am the more I become mindful about sort of you know what it's about for me and you know the things I value and and it might not fit in with everybody, but generally, you know, it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to be grand, too grand. It's okay not to skin yourself completely and and not have anything for the rest of the month or the or the year. It's okay, but I'll, I'm going to try and reach out to some some people this year, the um, family and stuff, especially at that time. I'm going to just try and reach out to them. A, that I love talking to people and and connecting with people, but B, also. It, you know, it's, uh, it does make good as well. You know, I always feel good about it. So, yeah, I'm just going to be trying to be more, more mindful about the, the people that might need just a 10-minute a chat or whatever. And um, I'm sure I'll get loads from that as well. Thanks, Gary. What about you, Jennifer? Yeah, so this will be uh, a, a difficult time this year. Um, many of you may know that um, I've had a recent bereavement. And... I have already set myself a goal. I've already sort of for for my family, my mom and dad, who are in the late 70s and early 80s. So I am being very mindful, as Gary has just mentioned, about spending time with them and shunning that commercialisation part of it, where I've said to siblings that I let's not let's not do do presents this year (laughs) let's not do that what I would really love is just to spend more family time so uh, Christmas day will be all about normally we've we've got some toing and froing with my sisters with my siblings toing and froing and splitting the day and all the rest of it and I said this year and I think perhaps resonates with a lot of families given the the pandemic conditions and the new variant it's just about time with them Let's get some food in, do what we would normally do is to is to cook our food, you know, and not not spending above our means, but just having a real sort of nice space where we're just all together and enjoying that time. But what I really also like is what Shay says that no is a complete sentence. Love yeah. that. 
yeah. absolutely love that. And I think that's right and true. And if you want to use it, go ahead. Yeah, and if you're, if you're like me and you have a neurotic need for permission to do anything at all, then this is me giving you permission to say no to whatever you want. <laughs> do it for yourself. Do do yes. what makes you most comfortable this Christmas. Absolutely, yeah. And it's about yeah. If that works for you and everyone, religious um, of faith, spirituality. Hope everybody has the best time possible. Whatever suits them, whatever is feels good for them, is comfortable for them. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for joining us today ahead of this forthcoming festive season. We hope you enjoy your time whatever way you choose to spend it. Thank you, guys. That was really good. 